everybody and thanks for joining us for another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like Woo! button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave us a five <laughs> Up the energy! Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm a little sleepy today so we have brought in <laughs> Shane Diefenbach to help make sure the vibes stay up. The ultimate the hype man. Show. The <laughs> ultimate hype man. So what's up, guys? How are you feeling? Good. You guys good? good? Feels like the longest week ever. It does. And I don't know why. And my beanie's all wonky feeling today. Like it's just not sitting on my head correctly. Like today is a mess. I'm already sick of freaking preseason. <laughs> but at least we beat the Lakers. Lindsay, your beanie looks great. The vibes are immaculate. Energy is high. Hey oh. What do you got, Saul? I don't really have anything. I don't think there's anything wrong with Lindsay's beanie. I don't know what she's talking about. Sometimes it just doesn't feel right. It does. I get that. I get that. There's only one thing you can say in this kind of situation. Ahoy, hoy. (laughs) No, not time for that. No, No? all right. Also, just a little bit. Hugs and hugs. I don't know what you're talking about. My DMs. I looked at my DMs. I didn't see anything. So (laughs) try again. I don't know. Okay, let's talk about some basketball. The Suns beat the Lakers last night <laughs> in their second preseason game. What? Feel that juice, baby. Let's talk Let's about some basketball. Let's talk about basketball. I'm trying. Chelsea is on one right I got a little crick in my neck, and it's just killing all the vibes. I feel like I just... It's just, it's a lot of pain. Shane, get in here and give a back rub. If you you turn your head hard enough, you'll feel the vibes go right down the middle of your leg. I would prefer not. Okay, ready? We'll try one more time. Let's talk about some basketball, everybody. Yeah! Woo! Preseason. Turn me up. The Suns beat the Lakers last night in their second preseason game, 119 to 115. Unfortunately, we did see some injuries to Cam Johnson and campaign. But before we get into all of that, let's talk about all the other stuff. What are some of the biggest takeaways for you guys from this one? That it's preseason. For some reason, LeBron tried really hard. Well, it seemed like the Suns took the kind of approach that I do in the gym. Half-ass it until you kind of break a sweat and then quit. Uh, Jock Landale. Jock Landale looked great. Jock Landale looks like he might be a bona fide uh, part of the rotation, which is some, not something that I think I expected coming in. Um, I think he's a nice little hybrid between um, what Dario brings to the table and Bismack. And uh, I, I, the, the players really seem to like him a lot. And he's there's something about him that is tracking. And I think it's tracking in a different way than – um, the way like Frank Kaminsky and, and other guys that, you know, my guy over here has fallen in love with. I think this guy can actually uh, be a benefit to this team in a, in a, in a more efficient and more in a longer sense. Consistently. I, I suppose yeah. you finally hit. Hey, I mean, your gamble all, finally hit. All praised our new king, Jacques Landell. Uh, <laughs> join me in Landell's landing. Look, I, I get it. It's preseason. But what what struck me was the energy the infectiousness of that energy for him. I mean, 14 points in 15 minutes, seven boards, two assists. Uh, I mean, he and he, he shot well, five of eight, two of four from downtown. 
I just, I like what he's bringing to the table. I thought Monty was kind of doing lip service, maybe trying to motivate Biz or, or Dario originally where, where they were talking Jock up, but it's pretty obvious he's showing it in practice and it's translated, uh, you know, it, it definitely last night, you saw flashes of it in the first game against the 36ers. Uh, this is the kind of thing that carries over. This is why preseason is important. As much as we malign some of it, a guy like Jock can come out and prove himself and earn that backup, backup spot and become an important part of a bench, which we already know is a major weakness for this team. If he can become a key component and give a little bit of offense to that bench, that's hugely valuable where you didn't really expect that uh, from Bismack and you had no clue what you were going to get from Dario. Uh, but what stood out to me was with Jock moving into that uh, backup center position uh, you saw Dario get almost all of his minutes at at power forward, and, which was another thing we heard from training camp. Yeah, and it it was interesting. I I feel like they're looking at him as Dario. Now you have to plug the hole at least in, until some moves made that is left by Jay. Mm-hmm. Well, also Cam got injured. <clears throat> yeah, but even even the first uh, the first substitution when it came to power forward was Dario. So I, I get that Cam was out, but it was that was the first move was to go to him anyway. So that I, I think we're going to see a lot of that use until either Dario proves he can handle it defensively, because offensively we know what we're going to get from Dario, but can he handle playing the four and having to guard some guys on the perimeter uh, on defense? I, um, I also will go ahead and address the giant ass elephant in the room because everybody <laughs> just refuses to let it go. And Landry. Yeah. Landry, I mean, Landry, I, I, Landry. I was getting hit up on Twitter. Um, you know, Chelsea was hitting me up and um, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. But listen, uh, 35 points in a regular season game. I mean, it could have been preseason, but I just don't think he's getting enough run for that. But yeah, 35 minutes or 35 points. His career high is 30. Career high is 30. So uh we'll see we'll see what happens i don't think he's ever going to touch 35 i don't know man but can we at least talk about that it's encouraging that he went five i will say say that the way he was moving around the floor um i what i say i said like if he could just slow himself down he's going to be a much more efficient shooter and scorer and that's exactly what i i could tell from from his jump shots uh so far at least in game two he just seemed like he was just slowing the hell down, and that's mm-hmm. that's what you want to see. Like and you, you had pointed that out multiple times last season oh, so that it was times. just like, yo, just you're, it's just too chaotic. Like, yeah. just take a break and and move appropriately. He's a, he's a good shooter when he just takes his time, but the the problem is is like he it just seemed like he was just going too fast for himself, and that happens sometimes. It usually happens with younger players, you know, not somebody that's been in the league four, five, six years, but. Um, you know, it happens with a new team. And, and so hopefully he's adjusted to that and he can trust himself and, and he'll be a, actu- an actual contributor on mm-hmm. the offensive side this year. Because I thought defensively last year he was fine. Um, yeah. He played hard. Uh, you know, he was almost, you know, he's even a little bit of a pest at times. But offensively we need to uh, we need to see more. The biggest thing that we need to see from Landry is we saw flashes of this type of Landry last year. 
but we need to see it on a more consistent and regular basis. Like it doesn't have to be every single game because again, we're not, you're not our main guy, but it would be nice if three out of five, we could rely on this being who you are. He needs to shoot 38 to 40% from deep. I think is that's, that's his role here. Hit down, hit three pointers off the bench. That's your role, Landry. So if you're, you got to find a way to hit 38 to 40% of your threes to be a guy that's worthy of the contract you have and also uh, an effective uh, role player on this team. And Dwayne Washington got some run. Wait, hold on. Before Dwayne, I do have a funny story. Because <laughs> oh, okay. it's, it's, let us revel in this Landry Shamitness. <laughs> no. Saul. Let no. us have this. No. Because last night I literally had friends who watched the show texting <laughs> me like, how many points was it again for Saul and Landry's bet? And I was like, it's 35. And they're like, okay, and what does he have to do? And I was like, whatever the chat decides, that's not permanently body altering. Yeah. So, I, will, I will also say this. I do have a little caveat to this. Hey, now this you can't is, go changing listen, the rules man, multiple times. I'm trying times. to stay married. And my wife was like, no, they can't touch the beard. So I'm sorry. Can we have it dyed darker? Are you sure? Okay. Can we dye it like purple? <laughs> sure. You can dye it. That's fine. <laughs> just you don't just shave it. You just can't shave it. All right. That's okay, fair. well, either way, there is like 18 different options in my messages right now from people being <laughs> oh, like, yeah? what about this? And one oh. of them did have to do with the beard. Are, are what about the, this? So, give me some ideas. Are, are any of these people with access to Monty? Because we need to no. get him to play 48 <laughs> minutes in the final preseason game and just go for try to go for the 30. Okay, so a couple of the options. Let's Let me go. see if I can find I'm this. I'm interested in this now. Um, so... The normal things that I feel like you get kind of thrown out, like a full body wax, right? Yeah. While it would be funny, I feel like it could be a little awkward content-wise. Yeah, I don't you know want the I mean? video yeah. of that. Like, I don't want like how do we just, prove that? Yeah. <laughs> um, this one was super weird, but grow out his toenails for the rest of the year. Ew. I don't want to see your feet either. Oh, no. What the that fuck is gross? They're trying to come up with something really gross for you. I mean, damn, yeah. man. I'm not trying to shank my own toes. <laughs> We could probably sell pictures of those. Um, and then this one was start a Landry Shamit fan Twitter account. And you have to post on it every day until he drops Ooh. another 30. I like that. Ooh. I like that. Wait, until he posts another 35. <laughs> yeah. I like or that. Or the season ends. Okay, I think season, we put, a, we put an ending date on it. Jesus Christ. Um, but I don't know if that was enough. I've been on that enough. thing for like years. Like, I don't oh know if that God. is enough because honestly, I knowing you, I feel like you would forget like ninety percent of the days. No, no, I would do it. I would just auto fucking tweet that. But shit. I feel like, no, that. See, that's the thing. I feel like if it was a tweet, it would tweet have to dick. be your gotcha. face every day. You'd have to be like. I love Landry Shamit. Let's go Landry Shamit. Like it'd have to be a, a different video every day on the account. With the newspaper okay. of said days, you see the date. Um, <laughs> but it was just super. I mean, everyone's just throwing, they're just throwing out the weirdest things to like mess with you because that that's the whole purpose of this. I love that that's what your friends are texting you right? about. How do we, how do we get that Saul guy really riled up with a, with one of these things he has to do? Well, because we have to come up with something really good. If this happens, are you kidding me? While, while Capitan said, have Saul make birthday posts for all easy sports. <laughs> there you go. How about we make you wear a Landry Shamit jersey on every show for the every rest of the season? Every single show? Backwards. So you see the oh, shit. Oh, hello has Saul hates hugs. Do the hugs. 
the 35 hugs from 35 people for 35 seconds. No, we're not doing 35 seconds. I'm not doing 35 seconds. Also, you're assuming that random people even want a hug from me. Listen, I'm just supposed to roam the streets and be like, can I give you a hug? Can I give you a hug? Can I give you a hug? That's like a good way to get canceled. Yeah, it's real creepy. Nobody wants that shit. All right, let's move on. Your boy, Dwayne Washington Jr., finally saw some minutes in this one honestly like not to jump ahead a little bit but i kind of think the whole cams leaving the game maybe forced this to happen i don't yeah. know that it was gonna happen had we did not lost three players at a certain point in well, time in this who game. else are you playing at point guard at that point with campaign out and you know you're not going to play chris paul major minutes in a preseason game I, that's that's a big reason why we saw Dwayne washington out there but what did you guys think of him? We saw we had a couple comments. Somebody saying that um, he looked decent. Another person said he looked raw. Another one said it, he looked promising. He looked like a guy that des- deserves more preseason minutes. Is the best way I could put it. You know, okay. he didn't do anything egregiously bad. He didn't do anything you know amazingly awesome. Like he just he he's he he's a two way player for a reason. I just want to see him get more minutes and and be able to showcase. What he potentially could do in, you know, a break glass in case of an emergency situation. Yeah, I mean, you can't read into eight minutes. Uh, he was 0 for 5 from the floor with four fouls, but that's a guy that needs to get in rhythm. Like eight minutes is nothing. Yeah. You know, that, with, a, with a team that, that's new to you, getting out there with guys you've never run with outside of, of practice. Yeah, he, he needs these minutes in the preseason again to find out if you have anything there. That's what this preseason's for. You're not learning anything other than that. Good talk. All right. I, that's, I, mean, <laughs> no, no, I, I said something, you said something, and then <laughs> we handed it off to Chelsea. She sat sucks. there like she was. She did the no-look pass, except she didn't even look, and she didn't even pass. She just looked over here like, oh, okay. She was just waiting for Gerald to respond. <laughs> like, my I guy, was. you're the point guard. Come on. Yeah, but I'm playing like year two campaign right now. Oh. oh. Maybe Ooh. I'll be in mid-season form Damn. tomorrow, but today ain't the day. She y'all. came. She shammed at us. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about the cams. So the Sun shared last Cam. night that Cam Johnson suffered a right thumb sprain and that Cam Payne suffered a right finger sprain. They did not specify which finger for Cam Payne, um, but they didn't return to the game. And it could have just been precaution. It could be something a little more serious. Uh, where are you guys kind of feeling about this like how concerned are you or are you concerned we've all played ball and you sprain fingers sometimes you jam fingers they both look pretty routine uh so unless we find out tomorrow from monty somebody fractured something this is this is nothing it's a a simple hey we're gonna take him out as precaution yeah it's it's too hard i mean yet last year when chris paul threw that pass and he hurt his thumb we didn't know what the extent of that was going to be he didn't come back in that game, and then it ended up being a six-week week injury. Like, it could be that, or it could be something, you know, just like you said, a jam finger. So it's kind of hard to speculate on that. Yeah. I like the fact that they're going to take the precautions in preseason just to make sure that they're not putting their players in extra risk or causing further damage. So, yeah. Out of the two, Cam looked, uh, campaign looked like he was in more pain uh, than, than Cam I Johnson. Was the other way around. I, 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 campaign looked like he was just like, what the fuck? Well, then What's he was standing right on – 
on the sideline at one point as they were running down the court holding his hand. I I don't know. Again, neither of us are doctors. None of us know what's going on. I mean, I've got bent fingers from playing, and well, I never played seriously. So I have you know? a broken bone still to this day because James Bacon, who used to play for ASU, was running down this way. There was a loose ball. I dove for it, and my finger went right into his calf. Oh. I even have it on video where my fingers just like just like sitting like this and I was like oh and I went over to my buddy Tony and I was like hey can you pop this out and uh, he was like ah. <laughs> he just freaked out around <laughs> the other way I was like thanks guy appreciate it <laughs> so I popped it back in myself I mean yeah. it hurt but I still played the next game mm-hmm. cuz I'm a fucking sorry oh well, yeah uh, different story you know, you know what the best <laughs> <laughs> the the best physical altercation in the game though that could have led to injury was Chris Paul hip checking Pat Pat Bev. I'm, I'm not even. Sorry, that was really funny. Uh, it's nice that Chelsea finally woke up over here. Isn't it? It's good. If I if I can make Lindsay laugh once a day, I've I oh, consider yeah. it a big win. Anytime we can break also, her on the show. Also, the air in the jets that I got stung by a jellyfish. I think the Kims will be okay. <laughs> That's not <laughs> true. True. Hey, anyway, sorry, I spoke. Keep going. I got nothing. <laughs> he forgot. Chris Paul hip checked uh, Pat Bev, and Pat Bev acted like a little also, bitch. Oh yeah. Also, yeah. like, why is didn't Chris Paul get called for a foul on that too? No, that well, he was a different one. I think it was a different one. Um, how come Chris Melton is coming for your throat all of a sudden? Chris, oh, she always does. Does she? Yeah, oh, she know. always she does. Says, no, Espo does not know what's going on. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Do any of us right now? <laughs> Where did we we sat down and we're like, oh, there's two minutes to the show. Like, it's been yeah. a day, Chris. Listen, Back off. I'm not not worried, <laughs> right? Like, not not worried. Okay, so a, you're worried. A little bit of concern here because you just don't know, right? Like you said with the Chris Paul thing last year, and then I saw people sharing on Twitter last night that a sprained finger could be four weeks. Um, sort of like a time frame let me, let me say as this. far as coming back. So I, I'm not, I'm not not concerned, but I understand that it also could be nothing. Let me say this. Uh, I, I mean, if it's your shooting hand, that's one thing, and, and that could play a factor. And it depends on what finger it is, too. But damn, a sprained finger costing you four weeks? Nah, son. The, nah. The I'm not thing even trying that, to hear that. The thing that's concerning isn't the fact that these guys may have minor injuries. It's the reality that there's not enough depth on this roster to sustain two injuries from anybody that's a major rotation player. And we said the bench was bad, but you start losing guys like that where you lose a starter. So Dario or, or, or Tory Craig or somebody's have to move in to the starting lineup. And then you lose your backup point guard who we already think probably should be the third string point guard. You're that's the problem here. This team can't sustain this at any point during the year. Mm-hmm. So the Suns are off today, which is why we don't have an update from the team on the cams, but they should be practicing again tomorrow. So if they are, we'll obviously talk with them and get you guys as much of an update as they're willing to share on that one. So stay tuned. We'll keep you posted. Hello makes a good point. Oh, there's depth. It's just not good depth. <laughs> that's facts, fair. Facts. <laughs> Uh, Espo, you did have a bone to pick with last night's game. Oh, my God. A okay. specific Well, There's people. a couple bones. They're related here. Uh, so watching the game, NBA TV, we didn't have you know our guys, uh, and it wasn't a national broadcast. We got the pleasure of having to listen to the Lakers broadcast. 
And God, was it annoying. And not just because, you know, I hate everything L.A., but the the announcer was acting as if LeBron James was in Game 7 of the Finals. Oh, my God, the King, he's amazing. Seven of eight from the floor. Oh, and losing his freaking mind. If he had a heart monitor on him, he was spiking it like crazy. He was He was nuts about it. And then... A particular play, Mikhail Bridges goes up for a dunk, and if we watch the footage, and we have it we here, have it. Uh, it looks like he dunks right it into now. the rim. Up. Not that Five LeBron three. gets a, a chase-down block. They were acting like it was the finals chase-down block, and it really just looked like Mikhail mistimed his jump and hit the ball into the rim uh, and rather than LeBron getting some amazing chase-down block. It was the whole The whole night was annoying, and that kind of – capped it off for me was just uh, oh my god the amazing chase down block for uh for lebron james the king and you're like okay calm the fuck down they're just trying to get in a mid-season form i'm like you you're about to lose your 11th straight game against the suns including preseason like what's this excitement right now i don't i just didn't get it i mean it's like the excitement that I have right now. You just oh, gotta yeah. find it sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know Lindsay, I mean? you sound exactly like you that just Lakers got guy. To find it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so thankfully though, sooner rather than later, we'll get our guys back on the broadcast and we won't have to deal with anything of that sort. It's but. a dry heat. Shocker. <laughs> Shocker, the local broadcast didn't show a game because they had to show a replay of the D-backs game? No, they had to drive to Vegas and to, to broadcast it. You can't do that. Oh, no, that's, yeah. that's expensive. So Yeah, yeah. They would have flown. <laughs> right? I'm saying nobody it's from the sun. Facetious. Right, I know, it was facetious. Still, the TV crew didn't go. But, the, but if they had gone, they would have flown, <laughs> no. right? Like, yeah, no, they would have had to take Greyhound. Yeah, Lindsay, they would have been on the team flight. It was a joke. <laughs> Is Gerald here? Because that's usually I, Gerald's role when I make a joke. This is true. He does fall for everything. That <laughs> oh, says. my God. They would have had to guys. drive? That's oh. like five hours with the equipment? Really? <laughs> so you know what would help out a lot there, Linz? <laughs> so if you just had a nice cold beverage in your head. I know. It probably would. Not while driving to Vegas. Though. Not just while here. driving to Vegas. But... Four Peaks would be wonderful right now. Four Peaks or OGs at this point. Like, I feel like anything at this point would help because I am just like at the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> but if you guys are in need of a little spice in your life, Four Peaks is a great op option Man, for you it guys. It would be fantastic if we could get some Four Peaks on the set. At some point, that would be awesome. Calling Shane Beef. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool? Like, it would be so awesome if we could get just a nice couple of cold beverages cold to just wash just, just down this things. slow start. It would be so um, awesome. You know, we look like the sudden starters. If only, if only we had that ability to have that happen. That would be just. If only the fridge were in eye shot here. <laughs> if oh, only. Oh, wait. If only. <laughs> Breaking news, everybody. We're finally getting the four beer that we've been asking for. <laughs> Thank you, Shane Beefenbach. Yay! Oh, don't, don't clap yet. It isn't here yet. <laughs> I if can you guys want to pick up some Four Peaks beer, you can do that on your way home from work or 
for whatever kind of fun parties or events you have throughout the weekends. <laughs> They're available at most hey, local retailers, hey, you. or you can head on hey. down Pumpkin to Porter. Four Peaks Brewery. We also have some pretty cool events in the works with our friends over at Four Peaks, so stay tuned for more information. Just a reminder, you do have to be 21 years or older, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. You know what else you need to be 21 years or older for? Some OGs. Hey! Burr, 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 burr. Just throwing lobs left and right. Shane, so, where's the OGs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not happening. I think what I really desperately need to do tonight is to try one of the OGs sleep edition gummies. Why haven't you done that yet? Because I'm nervous. Oh my I'm gosh. I'm not gonna lie. You got I'm a, a free bag. Nervous, nervous that you're gonna sleep too well. Like oh my God. come on. It knocks me straight the F it's out. Nice. Yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna do tonight so because nice. I just like I said, I just this week has been a week. And I feel like I need something that will put me to sleep like you, like the sleep you had earlier this week where you woke up and you just like no dreams, no nothing, didn't remember a single thing, but I'm resting. Also, doesn't Max look like he just went golfing in Naples, Florida with all the old people? <laughs> Leave Max alone. <laughs> I've got something you can do if, if you're not comfortable with the OGs for tonight and you want to wait till like a Friday so you got the weekend. Uh, just listen to the beginning of the show. That should take care of it. <laughs> Well, if you guys need a good night's sleep, too, and you don't want to listen to the beginning of this show again, uh, you could try OG's Sleep Edition Gummies. It's a two-to-one THC to CBN ratio gummy, and CBN is a compound that helps specifically with falling and staying asleep, so you can get a really good night's rest. We highly recommend you check out OG's online at ogsbrands.com. You can find them on Instagram at OG's Brands or at your local dispensary, but you must be 21 years or older to purchase. If you take an OG's with CBN, is that considered a down? <laughs> I, I don't know. You tell me. Because you're going to be laying down. I don't know. Right. Look, I got I to gotta say, the girthlings have brought it today. Connor says, she'd sleep 16 hours instead of 12, guys. And Eli says, uh, Lindsay's going to take down to take too many OGs and be on the wire taking the <laughs> shoes down. So it's true. Listen, all I'm saying is if I take an OGs tonight and you don't hear from me until 11 tomorrow, just know it's not my fault. Okay. It's we don't expect to fault. hear from you until 11. Well, usually so. it's like 9.30 oh, okay. 10, okay. but if you don't hear from me till 11 <laughs> or 11.30, just know it is not my fault. No problem. Okay. Uh, Jose, and Jose is a very adamant and one of our faithful followers, and he's very passionate about his sports. He says the best thing to do is get everything you need done so that you need, uh, wait, anything you get need everything done you that need you need done taking care then of. Then take it. OGs will give you wings of relaxation. There you go. Wings of relaxation. Wings cool uh, cool band name. Exactly, yes. <laughs> Great band name. <laughs> so we did get a few screenshots that I want us to take a peek at from last night. First up, there was this really precious moment of a little tiny baby Suns fan coming up to DA and Book on the bench. He got himself a fist bump. He got himself a hug. This was super cute. <laughs> it's, it's so cute, but run it back. And uh, if you see in the background, there's Cole walking behind the bench. That's what I noticed. Cole Mickelson is one of the the best guys out there. He does such a great job for Suns. For Suns, uh, yeah, PR and player relations. But uh, that's the Grim Reaper if you see him coming towards your kid because he's coming to stop the fun. I promise you that. So that's all I saw. And I just laughed. I was like, oh, Cole. But I thought that was a really cute moment. He probably... He definitely wasn't supposed to be doing that. No, that's for no, sure. No, no. But I'm glad that the players didn't ignore him. It's preseason. Like, you guys aren't 
Like, you're not paying that much attention to yeah. this game. You don't care that much about it. Let's be honest. Also, nobody's going to stop a kid. Give a kid a fist bump. That's not head. true. I saw kids stopped uh, courtside before, so I'm glad it didn't happen here. I just texted Cole to ask him if that's what he was on a mission to go do. <laughs> He's like, to break it up. Damn it, yes. <laughs> like, leave me alone, Espo. It's not my fault. I have to do what I have to do. Why don't you give me a look? <laughs> uh, look, what it said to me was, I mean, it is, uh, it is pretty obvious that the vibes are just shit. Yeah. I mean, there was smiling, no. there was laughing, and there was fist bumping. That's the signs of complete and utter to, breakdown. To be fair, somebody had to reverse the jinx. This is true. Because the fist bump baby took all of yeah. the mojo out of the sons, and it was never the same. So maybe the kid, the kid's hug has reinvigorated and re-implemented the the, <laughs> the mojo powers. to the to the sons. <laughs> And uh, we'll be good. We'll uh, we'll have to do as a Pruder film breakdown of the original fist bump and and this and see if it fixes it. By the way, Cole responded. Uh, actually, I was walking by uh, and then making sure our video guy was capturing it. So suck Aww. it, Brookman. He was not trying to kill the Cole fun. Was like, he was trying to make sure we all saw it. He's watching the show <laughs> right you, now. Cole. That's why. No, no. Thank you, Cole. One of my <laughs> favorite Listen, guys. I love Cole. Cole's <laughs> like he's just he's one of the OGs. Man. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay, up next, uh, Rob Perez posted a video from last night's game with the caption, here is the NBA's new bench celebration encroachment rule being enforced on Thomas Bryant. So we have the video here. Um, this one's kind of a bummer, right? So Bryant came out a few feet off the bench to, during a celebration, and he got called for it. And then... I'm saying it's a bummer for the rule, not the specific no, player. No, I, I don't care that it's the Lakers. So stay on the sideline and cheer. Okay. Like, I mean, why is it that hard to not step two two foot onto the court? Hey, like, at, at least it was uh, at least it was just a tech and not a one game suspension. Exactly. Like the NBA will be really hard on it when it's you know our guys stepping out there. But like, just give me a break. Stay there and cheer. Alan Williams was fantastic at never going on the court and cheering from the sidelines. Just don't step on the court. Well, the other thing is, is like I think it's lame. Well, it might be lame because it's just one guy. But the problem is, is like the Mavericks, yes. like the whole fucking team jumped okay. on the court all at the same time for every fucking bucket. It was obnoxious and it was over the top. And that's why they implemented this rule was because of the Mavericks last year in that series. Right. And I get that. And I do understand having to implement a rule when it becomes way too far. When you take it too far, literally... And you're on the court for a celebration and you are screwing up with the flow of the game. I get that. But like one single player taking two steps forward, like but it's the at some point in time, you have to understand like that's something that everyone wants. But also how, how much more are people inclined to share and love bench reactions? We literally have a bench camera now in the NBA, basically, because people want to see that stuff. Don't kill it. I don't care if you react. Just don't step on the court. And the reason you do this in preseason, even for something that's not that egregious, is because you have to enforce those rules early. Just like every time there's a new rule on the court, they do they call it excessively in the preseason because you're trying to train everybody to learn the new rule, right? So it's imperative you call it in the preseason. Hello's right. Like Rick James, it's a habitual line stepper. Can't have it. Let's go. Brian said, in what other sport are you able to step on the court? Well, 
in other sports, I feel like you have more space too. No. Uh, in football, they have a sideline warning every fucking time when players get close to the sideline because the refs need to yeah, run up and down the court. Yeah, but there's so. more space behind them. In basketball, where yeah, your but, bench is, you don't have space yeah. anywhere. Stand you have up and do this. Like, it's not that tough. But also, if, if, you go to, if you go to the back where all the room is, you're not going to get seen on TV. So what's the point of that? That's why the players always want to get close to the field. The players are on the court. Like, they're basically right there. Like, they don't need to go anywhere. Just stand up, do your stupid shit, go to the baseline. You got all the room. You'll be fine. Okay, and Connor also brings up a good point. The NFL, no fun league. We don't want the NBA to turn into that. Okay, I've got a way we can fix it. We put a little stage in, in on the baseline. They can go up there and do whatever routine they want to cheer on their fans. It's also like, listen, it's the NBA, and I don't know about you guys, but every time, I mean, I love Rucker Park, and I love the the, the basketball tournaments that they run out there, and, and you know, the, just the legendary status of that event. However, comma, when those people, when everybody is huddled along those sidelines, like right on top, like you see the Kevin Durant video from several years back. It gives me anxiety because I'm like, he hits a jumper, takes one step back. He's stepping on somebody's foot. Like you never know what's going to happen through the context of a game. Those players need to back off and just stay on the sideline. He doesn't need to get on the court. And what this does to me and says to me is get more creative with what you can do on the sideline. You know, get one of your guys on your shoulders, celebrate more. Like, don't walk on the court. Get more creative on the sideline. It, really it's an opportunity well. for that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Have some foam fingers hidden under the bench and do these, you know. Get creative. Uh, Brian, when I said no fun league, I wasn't talking about play the players or the sport. I'm talking more so the league. The league always has rules that make things a little not yeah, so They fun. used to not allow end zone celebrations at they all. They also used to not allow teams to share any highlights and like they would crack down on fans sharing things well, from games. That. And they, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> we're, I'm not going to go too far into it, but we're not talking about specific players or the actual sport itself. We're talking about the league and all the rules. That's all I'm saying. By the way, Jay in the chat, no, not really. I don't think they should get on each other's shoulders. It was sarcasm. Like, I understand <laughs> I understand your guys' perspective here, and I do agree there has to be a limit to it. And I understand that during preseason, probably the beginning of the regular season, are going to be much more whistle-happy around this new rule because they have to set a precedence. I get that. But I hope that it's not something that's like to the point where we get into the playoffs and you can't have any sort of really fun bench celebrations whatsoever. Look, I love WAB, but like going to the, oh, no, it's going to ruin – Things after one call in the preseason is ridiculous too. I mean, well, if you want to go <laughs> to a preseason game and you want to cheer in whatever way you want to cheer, except I on highly the court. recommend you buy your tickets from game time because you can save up to sixty percent on those tickets when you buy last minute. It's great for procrastinators out there or anybody who's super spontaneous. We looked up on the game time app just a few days ago, and I think we saw. Tickets to the upcoming, um, the third preseason game for the Suns here. Oh, now it's $2 because it was $5 the other day, wasn't it? The first time, it's $2 now. You can get in Footprint Center next Wednesday, 7 p.m., Suns, Kings, $2. Lindsay wants to take all of you to the game on her dime. Let's go. Let's make it happen. Did I say that? Yes. Oh, that's what you implied. Uh -huh. I heard that. I heard that, that was the well. implication, though. Uh, the link to purchase your tickets is in the chat <laughs> for you. and it's in the description of this show 
and you can get it for just $2. Or if you take Saul's advice. So Saul said last time we talked about this that if you wait until the actual day of the event, you get them even cheaper. So I think when we looked at Sunday's preseason game, the day of the event, they were $1. Yeah. I mean, it's $2, but if you want to wait until you can maybe see if you get it for $1, I'm sure you absolutely can on the game time. You want to see some bad football, but enjoy some good weather? 14 bucks to see uh, Washington at ASU on Saturday. Okay. We also have a very important question in the chat. What is the question? The question is, Saul, which friend's character is Lindsay? Janice. Depends on the no, day. No, she's not Janice. She's not Janice. <laughs> it depends that, on the day. No, I, I a million percent feel like she's Rachel. Like who? Rachel. I don't know. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, no, it's a good thing. I mean, Rachel is like Rachel, and everybody loves Rachel. And then Rachel has like kind of like a snappy side to her. And I would. There's no. She can be a brat. There's no alias to her, so that's your Chelsea. She's got some Monica to her too. That A type personality, that yeah, smidge, yeah. Like when it's like, hey, can we get a rundown? What's going on with the show? Like, what's the (laughs) format? What are we talking? That's Monica. This is true. What about you guys? Who do you think you guys would be? Oh, I'm Chandler. You're Chandler. Whoever said I was Gunther? I'm coming to find you. All right. (laughs) That's not cool, bro. Not Uh, cool. Gosh, Brian said I'm Phoebe. I don't mind that. I like Phoebe. Phoebe's weird. That's why I like her. You're not weird. Sometimes, no, yeah. Thomas said Phoebe, no. too. <laughs> no, Lindsay does things that have, like, uh, eccentric Joey. tendencies, but she's not. Yeah, I'm definitely Joey, <laughs> for sure. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, uh, the last thing I want to tell you guys about before we get into all of our next topics is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And right now, if you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and you use that promo code PHNX when you sign up, and you bet just $5 on any NFL team to win, and they do, you're going to get $200 in free bets. They literally want to give you free money, you guys. And if that's not enough, right now, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlay. So right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. I'm telling you, they literally want to give you money. So take advantage of it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX. Again, Promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and have even more fun when you watch football, when you watch basketball, when you watch hockey, whatever sport it is that you are watching, you're going to have way more fun if you've got some skin Mm -hmm. in the game on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I mean, don't just take my word for it. We've shown you videos of Espo and Saul and Shane (laughs) literally freaking out about a bet hitting in the first Three minutes of a game. Like, it's a blast. It's so much fun. So just do it. Again, use the promo code PHNX. And just a little disclaimer, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So we've always wondered who Hello is. Oh, did we we figure it out? We may have gotten a little hint. (gasps) Because Hello said something about Lindsay was weird in her L.A. days. That's got to be somebody you know, right? Ooh. Did I tell it? Did I say on the show that I've lived there? You briefly talked about I mean, yeah, it, but barely. but not not enough to where they would uh, have that. By the way, also uh, a couple of people in the chat saying I'm uh, Costanza from uh, oh, Seinfeld. That is spot on. Yeah, I will accept that 100. Sure. percent Yeah. And uh, thank you, Stephen. I what hope you're Stephen having a nice say? day too. Oh, <laughs> that was sweet. Brian. Hello is actually Pat. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> That would make my day. That, that would be, be awesome. amazing. That would be hilarious. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. One of these days, we're going to figure it out. Hello. 
Emma, Emma's on the whole, we're going to put Emma on the IP thing. Yes. We're going to put Emma on it. <laughs> Emma's going to have to figure out who Hello yep. is. This Hello. is going to be fun. Okay. So we have all been patiently or trying to be patient anyway in this waiting game for a resolution around the Jay Crowder situation. Oh, okay. God, yes. Last week we got news that the Cavs were interested. Today we're hearing now that the Heat and the Bucks are also interested. So within the NBC article that was shared around social, they quoted Zach Lowe, who said, the Bucks have internal interest in Crowder as that Tucker replacement after getting into the recent Jeremy Grant and Boyan Bogdanovich discussion, sources say. They will search all season for one more piece. He also said, the Heat have interest in Crowder too, sources say, but finding matching salary is tough until Dwayne Dedman, Caleb Martin, and Victor Oladipo become trade eligible in the winter. Martin might start, and the Heat are optimistic Oladipo can play a huge role. Do you think these two teams actually are players in this? And is there anybody off the top of your head that you're like, oh, maybe this guy could be helpful for us? Look, if they didn't have to wait till January 15th to complete a deal... Victor Oladipo's name really interests me. I think he could be a great uh, shooting guard with that bench group, be the kind of guy that can score for for you, low-risk, high-reward kind of deal that you could find there. I just don't think you're sitting on Jay Crowder till January 15th uh, to to make that kind of deal with, with the Heat. That's the thing is I don't think they're going to wait till January 15th. Because once you get to January fifteenth, if you still have Jay Crowder on on your books, um, you're, you may as well. you're, you're probably looking for a bigger fish. That's than, what I'm saying. You may as well in, wait in combination with yeah. other players. So um, if it doesn't get done somehow, some way, then it's not going to happen. Yeah, January fifteenth. The only other name on the Heat roster I was looking at it and trying to make deals work is uh, uh, is Duncan Robinson, but that that's four years. I think it's 14, 15 million per, like it makes no sense from a long-term perspective for the sun. So I think the heat are out Milwaukee. There's not a lot there that, that interests me. And do you really want to hand Milwaukee a piece that, that could make them that much tougher in the playoffs? If you wind up meeting him again in the finals. I don't know, especially if the return's not something that's really going to help. You can get Kemba off the scrap heap. He's the same thing as Hola Depot. <laughs> <laughs> Hola Depot. <laughs> um, Hola. Thomas, Thomas said, or we could pay Jay. I feel like that ship has sailed. Don't like, buy him like out. Even, no, I think. No, I think they're implying, like, like it, give him an extension oh, yeah, that extend he's them. reportedly yeah, wanted, and that's why this whole thing happened. I, I think that ship sailed. I think even if the Suns came to Jay and were like, fine, we'll give you an extension, I don't know that you can fix what's been done. No. So Manuel Romero with a super chat has a really good question. I thought about this last night. Speaking of draft picks, what's y'all's thoughts on Wimbanyama? I hope I said that right, and the tank race. Do you think the Suns can capitalize on that somehow? I actually do, and here's the here's how. Draft picks become capital, and if you can leverage draft picks, let's just say you're a bottom five tier team, and um and you have the draft capital you have, you might be able to parlay those picks into a better player from said team that's trying to tank, uh, to help benefit you, so they have more capital to try and either if they don't get the number one pick, come up with a package to get the number one pick, so. 
there's some leveraging that could happen as well. So I, the Suns are obviously the Suns are not tanking for for him, but I think they definitely can use that as leverage to try and get a piece that maybe they need. Paging Sam Presti, please pick up the so, orange courtesy phone. SGA is available. Please. Can I just say, like seeing the photos, like watching highlights, it's still really crazy, but seeing the photos of the wingspan and just Eight the height foot. on that guy no. is insane. Like, like I saw one. In the lab. Yeah, like I saw one the other day, where or yesterday maybe, I think, and it was like two bodies between him, and you could still see his hand on the other side of the two bodies, and it was just insane. Like, oh, sorry. I really want to... Damn, Lindsay. Did I just cut oh, your shoes? Damn. My bad, my bad. Whoa. I got really excited. Lindsay Ooh. is having a bad day. Yeah. Well, you know how I feel, yeah. so I feel you. I get it. Did I, I scuff mine? Probably. I hope you did. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a weird desire to see him wind up in San Antonio. Yeah. To see what Pop could do with him in a final run for Pop. It's just it's a weird obsession. I don't want to see Presty get rewarded for ever whatever the shit is he's been pulling for the last few years. I'd like to see Pop Pop get him and, and get a chance with I'd him. I like to see him go to the worst team in the East and just leave oh, him that there forever. You know what we can all be happy about right now? Mm. That the show's almost over. <laughs> that too, but also that at least we're not the only fan base that has a, a portion of our fans who are freaking out about preseason games <laughs> because the Mavs also are freaking out about... No, they're not freaking out. They're absolutely trying to torch one of their own players. They are so angry. Do we have these screenshots that we can put up here? <laughs> they are literally so mad at Christian Wood right now for preseason play. And while I do understand, like, you know... We we get a little upset too at times. Um, at least it's not this some of bad. these some of these comments. Christian Wood dead ass the worst player to touch the Wilson. <laughs> Christian Wood is this is why you are benched. Why is Christian Wood acting like a point guard, Bruh. Uh, Dwight is a better defender than Christian Wood. Wood stinks on defense. LOL. And finally, Christian Wood talking trash to the Thunder bench just to be missing point blank layups. Laughing emoji. Okay, so you could take those same statements. Put in Landry Shamit in place of Christian Wood, and it would sound like you on a regular basis. <laughs> no, because I never, I've never felt like Landry Shamit was like such a valuable part of this team. <laughs> That's fair. So, like Christian Wood's supposed to contribute a lot to this to this Mavs team this year, um, but you know, once again, just shows shows that those fans are kind of clowny. They're just so angry. Which, I mean, I guess I get it. I would probably be angry, too. Just wait till game one when they're all up in our mentions. They remember where we're at. You know who your daddy is. You guys, just just mentally prepare yourself now for the comments that are going to come from that game, regardless of the outcome. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Just know the comments in that post-game show are going to be insane. Um, So bring your best work, y'all. Imagine if DA tortures Christian Wood. The the Mavs fans are going to lose their shit. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, so... But at least, at least we know we're not the Mavs, and that's that's a great place to be in my book. Okay, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. We'll see you tomorrow at two p.m. Um, are we still going to do the paying up the bets tomorrow, you guys? Yes. This is, this is your reminder that you're supposed to wear an ASU shirt and pick something for us to. I mean, I thought I wore an ASU shirt already, but I'll wear a different one.
I thought we had discussed yeah. this on Monday or Tuesday. I have to wear ASU stuff too because of the yeah, he volunteered ahead. So it's also we'll because he's an ASU football fan. No, it's so he probably has some shit because, in his closet already. It's because freaking Sean couldn't figure out what he wanted to do for a bet before the show, so I just threw it out there. So. No, you also said, "Oh, since Saul didn't do it, <laughs> well, that I too. Oh, just do it." Well, you decided do. to stand behind the computer and and taunt us while the show. Was I taunted going on, Sean so. and told him that I paid my bet. <laughs> Okay, so are you doing it or not? Yeah, I'm going to wear the shirt. Okay, he's already so you're got, both he's wearing already got ASU shirts tomorrow. You got the food that you're having. And you're food. supposed to have eat food mm -hmm. that Saul picks, right? Yes, correct. Okay. Oh, I have it already ready to go. So just so you know, this is your reminder. I'm not going to remind you again. Okay, thank Don't you. Don't forget. <laughs> you can remind us tomorrow when you wake up at 1145. Please <laughs> check back in with us at 2 p.m. tomorrow so that you get to see even more shenanigans on uh, some fun Friday on this show. <laughs> Until then. I guess. <laughs> Aren't you excited to join us tomorrow? I'm so done. <laughs> We've come you can full follow circle. Me on Twitter, Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saw so underscore Bookman. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, get me out of here. I really hope you're all having a better day than Lindsay. Ahoy, ahoy. Hey, yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX, though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. I'll always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job. My team move like the mob. Turn the beat on. I